0: the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, internet? This is your host, Austin Walker, here with a new podcast from Vice that I want to shout out. It's called Vent Documentaries, and it's made by Vice UK, and it's a series about young people from London telling you the stories that they care about. In the episode you're about to hear, Khalil tells the sometimes hilarious, sometimes graphic, and sometimes painful story of what it was like for him to come into his queerness on the internet. He tells us about his life growing up with homophobic parents, and about how he had to learn about being gay alone, from making Sims characters have sex to signing up for online sexting forms. It is raw and personal, and it is very funny, uh, and it is worth a listen. And if you like what you hear, then you can subscribe to Vent documentaries anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Peace. Vent. Introducing Vent Documentaries, a collaboration from Vice UK and Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture. Just a heads up from us, this episode contains sexually explicit content. From Vice and Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture. This is Vent Documentaries. Young people from one London Borough telling you the stories we care about. This is Series 2, where we're talking about love. can call me a Leo. I used to go on this site, sextingforum.net is what it's called now. You go into the website, uh, gay Snapchat names, male seeking males, Click. and then you can make an account very quickly and then post your advertisement for yourself 17m um, horny and hungry for cock put your snapchat on there snapchat horny for harambe and then just wait for people to add you loves dirty talk loves all ethnicities yeah intersectional Woo. cock veiny dick waiting to burst for you happy face ah, okay <laughs> okay no it's fine like who cares? it's just sexual everyone's sexual i alternated different you know, personas 18 horny and athletic bottom okay we're getting more specific now Some of it is not true. I mean, some of it is true. 18 athletic college. I didn't make it to uni, I dropped out. So maybe that was a thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe these are the things that I was manifesting. One
1: time,
0: my dad was like watching TV or relax and I just saw him lifting his pinky up when he was like drinking his tea. I don't know where I heard it, if it was a rumor or if I just made it up in my head, but like, I was sure that like, that was a thing that only gay people do. And that's like a gay sign and like, he was part of this gay society or gay, gay club. And I got really scared. Like I ran upstairs. That was the first time I I Googled, searched what it means to be gay or look gay or do gay things and I was scared that maybe, like, if he's gay, that means I caught it from him or I, like, inherited from him. But I just didn't know. I didn't understand anything about gayness other than, like, just stuff I heard from others or rumors or stupid conspiracies. So I just thought, I must have been part of this conspiracy. This gay conspiracy. That's when the shame started cropping up. Like loads of kids, I would make my own forts in my living room. My mum had loads of like decorative blankets and I had a special like yellow one and special blue one that sometimes when I would put together and the light hits at the right spot, it would create like this nice green haze in my special fort. It felt very like stained glass windows, kind of holy, but kind of, yeah, it felt very special. There wouldn't be a door you had to like unravel the actual blanket and then just like crawl underneath if you really wanted to get in so my parents weren't like they wouldn't do that i was just doing gay stuff underneath there and i played sims in the fort and make some of the characters gay put them in the bed together and they go <laughs> in the name of gaming it's not real go on to like iplayer steve backshaw from deadly 60 and then he would wrestle animals i was like wow wrestle me all right and then it progressed onto like youtube i look up kissing videos um, one specific video with a bris french man very pretty Went through stages of how to kiss, but then I realised, like, wow, I'm really enjoying him and watching him, not the lady. What's going on? Then I eventually made it up to like the naughty sites, like X videos, um, pornhub. Of course I didn't start off the gay stuff because, yeah, no. I started instead with a lot of straight stuff. And just really focusing on the guy. And then the bisexual porn videos and the threesomes focusing on the guy to guy stuff and then I was getting like really in deep and I couldn't go back. And then I like started just watching full on like solo porn of the guys. And it was just me watching porn in the fort. For a long time, I kept my queer internet self very separate from my real straight presenting and masculine Real self. in Islam it says that it's fine to be having gay thoughts or evil thoughts but once you act on it then it becomes a sin and becomes a problem so in my mind if I was in the internet I wasn't acting I was just internetting and it wasn't real and I was just I was still being halal I could just press X and delete clear browsing history and yep that part of me is gone My friend had like a difficult living situation so he was staying at mine for like a few months. He had broken his phone and I like had an s- old one. I think it was an like, iPhone 4, 5, I don't know, it was old. Um, I let him use my phone. Whoop! he turned it on. Just started going on the internet and all of my tabs were still open, including a lot, a lot of gay stuff, man. A lot of gay pornography. For the first time, that internet world that I had created, that queer internet world, collided with my real world. It did become real, and and it felt kind of cathartic to say, I, "I'm gay." So I came out to my sister. Train station. We were just sitting. Um I just started crying and she was really confused and I couldn't like get those words out but then she kind of helped me and she's asked me, yeah, like are you gay? Like are you I'm gay? gay. I was like, Whoa, yes I've I've talked to her before a couple of times about coming out to my parents and she says no, don't yet In my country's language The word for gay is the same word as the word for coward. I think I internalised that, like if if you are gay, you should hide in the sidelines and not be who you want to be and just cower and be a coward. I don't know, I know that hopefully things will change. I felt like when I came out, I had to like start afresh. I didn't know how else to do that other than just to scour the internet. My fake Snapchat account was only for Harambe. I was too scared to make that account on my actual normal Gmail. So I had another Gmail set up as well called um at gmail.com. And I made, a, I made a gay Tumblr as well. I made a gay everything, basically. I made a gay Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram. I think it used to be called, like, Gay Forum, or I think now it's Sexting Forum. Lord knows what it is, I don't... Ooh. It added loads of people. Eighteen. California 25 Slim 20 year old twink Looking for the same Chubby bottom slave here Plus I got double anal too Sock fetish Hairy on me Add snapchat for the Morning as fuck Young BBC Send me ass And I said I want picture first So I wanted their face So I know what they look like And then we just had conversations Houston Hottie Um, So he's the first person To actually send me a photo Of his face we didn't say hello we didn't say hello to each other 28th of august 2016 my head, my oh my God. okay so the first message houston hottie
1: houston haughty.
0: says send me he vids is. let's jerk, jerk off. off
1: horny for harambe do you want a live chat or skype houston hottie
0: what about on snapchat
1: horny for harambe
0: oh shit if you want
1: houston hottie
0: only what you want daddy i have to be quiet though you want to? Houston hearty. Same. Oh, it's me. Sorry. Fuck. Sorry, I'm getting confused.
1: Houston hearty.
0: Only what you want, Daddy. I have to be quiet though. You want to?
1: Horny for Harambe. Same. Houston hearty. You ready? Horny for Harambe.
0: Not yet. Give me a sec.
1: Houston hearty.
0: Okay, Daddy. Tell me when. We've now Snapchat live. <laughs> He's the first person that taught me that Snapchat Live was a thing as well. So he's also talking about tech. (laughs) Ah! Sorry that. (laughs) Okay, that's fine, that's fine. Ooh.
1: Horny for harambe.
0: Wow, that's so fucking sexy. What the fuck? You made me come.
1: Houston Harty. Wanna
0: watch me come?
1: Horny for harambe.
0: Yeah. Shit.
1: Houston hearty.
0: What do you think?
1: Horny for harambe.
0: That was hot. That was my first time.
1: Houston, hearty.
0: You're hot. First time what? Horny
1: for harambe.
0: I've never even sexted, B. Houston, hearty. Oh, how was your first time?
1: Horny for harambe.
0: I was hella soft at first, because I was worried. But you made me feel comfy and hard real quick. Where are you located, B?
1: Houston, hearty. Houston. Horny for harambe.
0: Oh, there... LOL
1: Houston, hearty WBU Horny for Harambe
0: We're worlds apart <laughs> I'm in London, England
1: Houston, hearty
0: Oh cool I have to go, sorry They asked The after. I want to make you hot. He ignored it Then I miss your dick <laughs> He ignored it Two days later <laughs> Wanna jerk off Then he ignored it And then-
1: Houston Haughty. Sorry, homework. Horny for Harambe.
0: Maybe later? He ignored it. (laughs) And then I wrote-
1: Hey.
0: He ignored it. Then he replied- Hey. And then- Hi. And then, that's it. That was my first, like, interaction with a gay person. One of my friends, they had when they were primary school to get married in the, in the school pitch, on the grass, or they had, like, cooties and chasing each other, but, like, I never had any of that. Like, I never had any romance. Reading more and philosophy and, like, queer theory and stuff, it's when they talked about, like, heterotemporality and the fact that there's difference between gay time and, like, straight time, like, I was like, yeah, this makes sense because I felt like... I felt like a kid. I felt like a naive, like five year old. I wasn't using my sense because this is the first interaction, a romantic interaction that I've ever had. Since I was on that sexting website in 2016, obviously a lot has changed. The first time that I felt like this is like a lot more was with my first boyfriend. And we did meet on Tinder. One of the first questions I asked him was, are you looking for fun? Or you're looking for a man. His response I didn't expect at all. Too many, he was actually pissed off. What he said back was that like, no, I'm looking for someone to talk to a friend, and whatever happens, we'll see where that goes and we'll see where that goes. And I was like, whoa. I didn't realise that there were other gay guys that actually wanted normal, not even normal, I'm not say that those other conversations are weird, but it's just I was so used to that that I didn't think that you could be different types of gay beyond that we talked that night for a long time then we met with each other in real life he wasn't out either to so his family so if things got intense very quickly we exchanged like i love you he's ill after like a month and like because we spent every day with each other i don't talk to him anymore now unfortunately we were unhealthy for each other because we both didn't have many templates for what it meant to be a queer person that isn't a stereotype. The reason why we ended things was communication and not knowing how to communicate with each other. Because I think a lot of the times, we became the templates for one another to how to communicate and we were just internalizing and enacting all the stuff that we'd learned still. And it was coming up and it was showing. We're still trying to unlearn that and I think we have to do it on our own first and unlearn all the biases that have been put on us and how to communicate that will take a long time. And like, I know he's going through stuff to help him and the right resources to help him and going through therapy and I'm going through therapy and we're trying to understand what is healthy communication. Um, But we need to do that on our own first as well. What advice i give to a 16 year old queer person in Brent? Um, Do you have people out there that are going through very similar things to you. Um. Well, the last question makes me sad. I was so scared that I was like the only one in my area. Um, that had a similar like story. You're not the only one really. Um, there are people that can relate. Um, it doesn't like, the thing is it doesn't really matter like what I say words really don't mean anything like this is a podcast which is amazing which is great we make posters we make art we make all of these beautiful things but the reality is is that like sometimes we just need help and sometimes it's ugly and sometimes it means things can't be like summed up in like pretty kind of packages like we need Q services we need people to invest we need people to invest in people on the ground that are actually doing work um, I'm happy that after eight months of being on a waiting list for NHS now I can actually act and take steps to get assistance and real help like that's what we need that's what we don't want people to talk about solutions anymore like this there's, there's gay queer people especially of color especially trans women trans black women they're dying But we need to invest in actual change of people on the ground. It's a collective struggle and collective kind of journey. Um, Yeah, you're not alone. Thank you for listening to Vent Documentary. I'm Khalil. Vent Documentaries are produced by Jeff Lawson and Arlie Adlington with help from Amelia Go, Waweed Majid and Kamaya Shea. Our music is from WMP Studios. Vent is a collaboration between Vice and Bread 2020, London Borough of Culture.